1: and welcome back to the lucky underdog show everybody man thank y'all for tuning in this is the lucky underdogs podcast brought to you by believe network and goodman productions thank y'all for tuning in whether it's on Bally sports in ohio on apple Podcasts, on youtube spotify or you just listening to us however you can on believe.com whatever we appreciate you tuning in as always it's your boy devin butler and it's your boy cj we
0: when you're on the lucky underdog podcast where we highlighting the underdogs of the week every week the guys who don't get the spotlight to shine who always come in with that hard hat and that when they get the opportunity to take advantage and we are pleased pleased to have my boy my guy one of my best friends Jeron jones on this week yeah. still playing switch from d-line to o-line but play four years at D tackle at Notre Dame. I think he's the all time leading blocks, block, block. Field, field goal blocks. blocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. All time leader in field goal yeah. blocks at, at the University of Notre Dame. So a legend, a legend, everybody. So welcome.
2: Welcome. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Nice to be on. Nice to be with my guys again, man. I miss so, y'all, boys. Yeah, man. It's been a while,
1: JJ, man. It's just some good old Zom wow, days, bro. man. It's just some good old Zom days, like yeah. RIP Zom. man. RIP Zom. I came to
2: Syracuse to come visit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I do remember when you came out to Q's to visit. We had, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a time, man. That was the time, man. Shout out to the Q's, man. Shout out to, Shout out to upstate New York. 315 585. Stand up, man. All of it. All of it. All of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't relate to that. You don't <laughs> know about that cold up there. I know, know, i ain't been that. up there. I ain't, I ain't really yeah, trying. Yeah, to get yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't built like that. You're not, it, you not. You got to be built different to be in upstate New York, man. I live and in I, Texas. Now, I respect. Bro. I respect upstate New York, man. All the way.
0: Mm-mm. Get below fifty, I'm mm-hmm. good, bro. Get below fifty, I'm like, ah. Bro,
2: you from Virginia?
0: I live Come in on. Texas now, boy. That that blood, my blood thin.
1: <laughs> that boy is terrible, man, is terrible, man. So, all right, now we got to talk this week about that bona fide win. Mm. The Irish really bounced back this week. I think they definitely showed everybody some, some toughness, some heart, and some grit that we really hadn't seen in a few weeks. You know, they, they the defense was clicking, uh, the offense, they did their job. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's a total, a total team win, like on all phases of the ball. I mean, I don't, I don't remember the last time Notre Dame had a touchdown, on offense, defense, and special teams. Like that's a hell of a game right there. Yeah.
2: No, that's, the thing is, for me, that's just been ringing in my head ever since that win. It just makes that Louisville loss that much more infuriating.
1: <laughs> and then Louisville went and lost, got blown out by Pitt. This it's awesome, you no?
2: Know, like T-Bow Flemister, man
1: man i wanted we just needed them to win out and be acc champs or something so that that loss looked a little better now it just looks like it looks crazy in my head
0: i I, I knew it i mean i just knew it from the duke game i was like man it's just too we just it the ohio state duke is just too emotional we go to louisville and they just got jack harlow at the game I'm talking. I was talking to Amir today. Amir said they in the locker room. They, they said they said Louisville was rocking, boy. They said they was nobody was in our locker room was hype at all. They said Louisville was rocking. So man, we just ain't had a we just ain't had a juice. But then obviously, you know, we get the you get come to USC and we get the, we gonna get our juice back for USC. That's 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 an every network. time you know, especially at home. You know, it's supposed to rain. It's gonna be cold, rainy. The game is over at that point. We already won. You know, I mean, anything, you know, we play anytime we play at home. It's cold. USC got to come to us. It's already over with because they ain't trying to come. They ain't trying to play that game. Them boys really ain't trying to play. So man, we just had to we just had to go handle business on, on on Saturday. But the defense came to play, man. That's that was that was that was fun to see. You know, offense. You know, offense is is what it is at this point. I just know that just get just give the running backs the ball, and then let Sam Hartman throw the deep ball. You know, like then that's it. Like that's what the offense should be for the rest of the year. But the defense they got to come and play like that every week because them boys are balling.
1: Especially them DBs. What you think, J.J.? What you, what you think, J.J.? What's your takeaways from the game, bro?
2: I mean, yeah, it was kind of like our best defensive performance, best special teams performance as well. Um, run game was very solid. You know, we got to rely on that. Habit. If the run game's not going, then it's kind of like, a, from an offensive standpoint, we got no chance. Um, not saying we got no chance, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like our run game has to go first before our pass game opens Absolutely. up. Um don't, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that we got Sam Hartman as our quarterback, but, you know, we we don't have, like, like even with, like, Kyle McCord, he has Marvin Harrison Jr. Even with Caleb Williams, he has Brendan Rice. You know, everybody has a receiver. Penix, he has Roman Duzet, whatever his last name is. Um, I, I feel like we're still looking for our X Factor at receiver. And, you know, I feel like with maturity, I feel like that will come. Um, we did have some guys out. Uh, but, yeah, our defense came to play. Our, our D-line actually got off blocks and got pressure on the quarterback, which was a big plus because it kind of forced the ball out, forced a lot of interceptions, a lot of incompletions and turnovers. Um, yeah, and our guys were all over the field. Our linebackers, our linebacking play and our D-back play has been lights out mm-hmm. throughout the season, I feel. I feel like that's just been our complete strong point leading up to this point. So yeah, man, I feel like this was a game that we really put it all together in terms of complimentary football.
1: For sure. No, most definitely. I, I agree with that. I definitely think uh, it was a beautiful thing to see the the, the pressure that the D-line was getting on okay? Caleb. Cause he, exactly. he's somebody yeah. that's definitely active and impro- and always improvising in the pocket. So it's not uncommon to see him moving around in the pocket but he didn't look comfortable when he was moving around versus like, no everything looked like it was rushed. It wasn't the way, it wasn't like he was spinning out the ways that he wanted to go. Like we was really disciplined. Mm-hmm. You had that one guy that was disciplined, closing it off so he couldn't just spin out or step up and just have an open lane. So it definitely was great discipline. I think you gotta give tip your hat to uh, Al Golden. Oh, so and so the You shout feel out. me? They definitely yeah, did, they they, they yeah. cooked that up. They was cooking yeah. up on Saturday, Slim
2: Light. They was yeah. cooking up. And I- and I feel like, you know, especially going against a team and a quarterback like uh, Caleb Williams, like you got to come out swinging off the rip rather than trying to fill out the game because you don't want a guy like him to get comfortable. I feel like last game, last year when we played him, he got real comfortable really early. So that kind of pretty much paved the way for him to get up the game. And, you know, obviously, you know, that first drive, he's starting out with a pick on the first third down. You know what I'm saying? It took him a while to settle in. You know, obviously they were going to start – once he settled in, they started cooking a little bit, but, you know, they, they still scored 20. But, like, you know, that that's given with a team like USC with a bunch of weapons, a bunch of speed, and a high-profile quarterback that can dish, get the ball anywhere it needs to go. So, yeah, like, you know, I feel like I respect the, the mindset to come out swinging rather than, you know, starting out passive, try to see what they're going to do to us first rather than, you know, we, we shoot first, ask questions later. No, facts,
1: facts. I think anytime, if you got a 60 year quarterback, you know, somebody that you truly confident in leading your team, anytime you can hold your opponents to under 20 points, you should be able, you should expect to win that game.
0: You can win that game, absolutely. You know,
1: so yeah. and I think they've, they've won pretty much every game this season that they've held their opponents under 20 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except, mm-hmm. the, except yep. for the Ohio State game, which yeah, you know, that that could have went either way if it was just yeah. a little more discipline. But we're not here to talk about that right now. Yeah, that still hurts. Yeah, and I think you yeah. know, and I think, I know,
0: know and, you, know, I think uh, you know, talking, you know, hearing Freeman talk, you know, uh, him taking the blame, you know, for those two games, those two losses, uh, you know, really, you know, puts a lot of respect on his name for me because, um, you know, because I mean, you know, when we was playing, our coach, he would, he was throwing, he was throwing everybody under the bus, you know. It, everybody, you know, so, you know, it was good to see, you know, that he was like, you know, if he was saying, literally, he said, you know, we got the players to win. If we don't win, it's because of us. It's because of the coaches. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see a coach, you know, take accountability for that because you don't, you don't, I mean, it's as a player that makes you, it makes you happy because you like, you know, man, you know, you, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You go out there, you're going to play your heart out, but you know, sometimes you don't feel like you're in the right position. And a lot of times, you know, that's 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 kind of true you know and and you know they just got to put them in the right positions a lot of times and so um the, we got the players to win we just got to make sure we got to we we've being consistent on both fronts as far as coaching and players and I think as long as we keep doing that we're gonna keep winning
2: it also gives like a a, a sense of security to like our, our guys to make them realize that at the end of the day no matter how they play it the coaches mm-hmm. got their back yeah you know that, you know, especially when you give a player that like he gonna want to do he going not want to run through a brick yeah. wall for you. So, you know, I feel like that helps a big deal. And, you know, how our players play in the confidence in which they come out with, because, you know, think about like the year where we even went four and eight. Too many guys was just too afraid to mess up and they was afraid to get, you know, out into the media and stuff like that for like they bad play or be, being felt like they're a liability. But, you know, yeah. as time went on, you know, you get that vote of confidence from your coaches, nothing better than right. that. Like think like think even think about just like even in our careers, like you know when, when you get that one bit of vote of confidence from Co- whether it's coach Kelly or whether it's our position coach, we start playing like a new dude. you know what I'm saying? We start playing more confident, we start playing we start making more plays, we start having you know it's just better belief in ourselves to you know, no matter who we playing against, you know it's just a belief in yourself, and th- that's pretty much what the game of football is all about, pretty much. If you really think about it when it comes to one of eleven doing their jobs believing in yourself to whether you feel you complete compete or you feel like you belong or not
1: so yeah no that's a great insight right there that's great insight and i got a question for y'all because this again something that i always have harped on this whole season is how shitty we have been on third downs and again three for ten this game so my question is do y'all have confidence, like, supreme confidence in the offense? Like, uh, are the offensive worries over? Or do y'all think there's still some worry with the offense? Because I know I'm still a little worried. I don't think that, they've, that they're have that hitting on all cylinders still. Like, I know they're making some plays, which is a brighter spot than what it has been. But mm. what do y'all think? Are the offensive worries over?
2: I mean, uh I wouldn't say it's necessarily over, but it does give you a better belief when you have the line that you have followed by the running back that you have. So, you know, for one thing, if you can get that run game going, then, you know, you, you we, we, we can live it because, you know, we can just play the run game and, you know, just throw it over their heads when they want to pack up yeah. the box. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like when we get into that game mode, I feel like we, we will win that game anytime. I don't care who the opponent is. It could be Georgia. If we can get the run game going, if we were playing against Georgia right now, and if we can get the run game going and can still play our usual system and our comfort of getting the run game going, get, pounding them probably getting five or six yards of carry, and then getting them to pack the box and getting throwing them one-on-one balls, I, I like our chances. I would like our chances in that game. But if it's anything outside of that, if we can't get the run game going, we got to rely on the pass game and get, rely on our receivers to get open. All right, we, we we in for a ball game, as you saw against Louisville. It, it could be any opponent. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if Duke was playing like that, it could have been Duke. That could have been that could have been Central mm-hmm. Michigan. If they if they was packing if, if if we if we had to come out throwing the ball first, I don't know if we win that game with as much ease as we did.
0: You know what I'm saying? I mean, and yeah, so, for sure. And you know, I think it kind of comes down to like this, with the receivers aren't, you know, haven't proved themselves to be, you know, I mean, all, our, our number one receiver is Mitchell Evans, you know, um, he's, mm-hmm. basically, he's basically our number one receiver. I mean, Sam Hartman said it, you know, a couple of times. Um, and so, I mean, we, we still in the, we still in the Michael Meyer phase, you know, I feel like, you know, we still in our tight ends, tight end, <laughs> tight end you. And that's no, that's no, that's no <laughs> issue. But as far as like big play passing, we, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make those plays. And, uh, I mean, it's just guys got to step up. But, I mean, I think for the offense to really just – for the offense to be consistent, we just – like like you said, JJ, we just got to run the ball. Like, we got to get that run game going. And, I mean, it, it, it has to start with estimate, but it has to be a rotation of the, of the backs. Because when we were rotating those backs, nobody could stop the offense that we had. Because then you, you rotate the backs, you got – everybody's coming in fresh, and then, boom, you let, you let Sam Hartman do what he does best. He throws the ball deep. His deep ball is, is beautiful as everybody can see. He has a beautiful deep ball. Everything, every time he throws a deep ball, it's only like contested by us. It's it's a it's crazy. I ain't, like, he has a really good deep ball. So like let, let let him do that because when we have to let him, you know, try to find the receivers getting open on these, these short routes it's not really working. We gotta just try to. I'm just saying we just run the ball. Let the let the run game be our intermediate pass game and just throw it over their head because man just dropping back and just trying to throw the ball on everybody. It's not, I mean, anybody's not going to work. We just got to, especially with the backs, especially with the backs we got. I mean, just, when I mean, with Jadarian Price taking that yeah. back like that, and then Jeremiah mm-hmm. Love, and I mean, uh, along with estimate, and then we got, I forgot what number, what's number three name? Um, Brian. Brian, yeah, mm-hmm. Brian. Like,
1: yeah.
0: man, like, just just keep rotating those guys in, and you're going, and with the O-line we got, you're going to be fresh. We're going to be fresh the whole game.
1: Yeah, nah, no doubt, no doubt, man. And as you bring up Jadarian Price, you know, I think good time to talk about the underdogs of the week. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I definitely want to say my underdog of the week is uh, just the entire special teams unit. You know, I think they don't get enough credit. And it's always a big deal whenever you can score and, you know, on special teams on that phase of the ball. That's huge. And then uh, have your punt return to average 23 yards of return, that's, two first downs right there so that's mm-hmm. huge for the offense so and that's kind of something that still has me worried about the offense like this is a great win don't get me wrong but like jj was saying it's such a complimentary win that the offense didn't really have to be spectacular in order for them to win this game because the defense and the special team stepped up so much mm-hmm. so uh my my underdog of the week i'm gonna go with devon ford for the part returns three for 69 yards. That's huge. Pause. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said, I said, pause, yeah. bro. So, <laughs> yeah, chill.
0: yeah. So, I mean, definitely. I think, I think, you know, for me, I'm gonna say Al Golden, my underdog, man. You know, because oh,
1: okay.
0: I, I don't, I ain't never mess with Al Golden. Uh, <laughs> I <had> a, <laughs> When I was uh, when I was when I was getting recruited in high school, man, I, I sent him an email. Him. I sent him my 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 highlights and stuff. He was at Miami. He, at was fine.
1: Mm-hmm. he yeah, was fine. I remember them days. Yeah, I said, no, nah, I,
0: I ain't I ain't messed with him ever since. He never never responded, bro. So I, I thought I was gonna give me a, a offer from Miami. I ain't never get nothing. So hey, listen, I mm-hmm. but no, I'm Al Golden for me, man. He he put together a plan, and you know the guys executed it. Um, and he put together a hell of a plan. in from the locker room, I think he was even in the locker room. He said, you know, if we Execute this plan. We're gonna get a lot of sacks, and we're gonna create a lot of uh, create a lot of turnovers. And I think they had eight sacks and threw what, two picks and a forced fumble. Two so, fumbles. Two fumbles. Two, two fumbles, fumbles. I mean, yes. Yeah. So, Al Golden, shout, shouts out, Shout out to you.
1: You got an underdog this week, JJ. I know this is your first week on here, man. You don't know if you got one off the
2: top. My my, my, my underdog is Coach Freeman. Man, just just like of all the hurdles he has to face, and all the ridicule that he was facing from, like you know, just that Louisville loss, people trying to say his he's getting warm and all this other stuff. The fact that he could rally those guys together and come out and play like play a full complimentary football style lights out win like that, you know, and despite him, you know, he he initially wanted uh what's buddy that came from um tampa um um, left yeah left he wanted left he wanted left which he, he he didn't get the office coordinator that you know was probably top priority on this list but you know despite all the hurdles he's faced because of you know the notre dame values and all that which you know i respect but for him to still have the recruiting class that he has these big recruits that we got coming in and getting guys who want to win despite, you know, Notre Dame being in the state where they can't get like the super big NIL money. I got to tip my hat off to him for the job that he's doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any other coach can put up the results that he's put up given the circumstances. So that's my underdog of the week.
1: Nice, nice. All right. We're going to close this chapter on USC, man. It was a, Great win! They are going into this bye week this week. is it fall? Is it fall break? Cause ooh, whenever ooh, whenever that fall break and that bye week link up together, that's a that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing right there, I man. Know. That's a beautiful Go thing. Go home for that
2: weekend. Oh
0: man, it's like, a, it's like an NFL bye man. Week. I, think got, I think they were saying they got another bye week coming up too.
1: Like they got like two bye weeks yeah. in the next like four weeks. So they. <laughs> They, 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 nice. yeah. That was much needed too. This bye week was much needed. It was needed. And I know really? that was definitely that light was, at the end of the tunnel after it, these they four crazy. Needed it. They probably needed
0: it before Ohio State, honestly. Like just man,
1: like, yeah. <laughs> They needed it before Louisville for sure. That's for sure. Before Louisville,
0: when they really they, yeah, it. yeah. That's definitely when they needed before it. Louisville, yeah. But, but yeah, like
2: for, like like, I don't think any team in college football right now if they were to face the slate that we face for four oh, straight man. ranked teams oh, yeah, and man. the quality of the opponents that we played i don't think anybody does better i mean some teams might go three and one in that scenario you know you probably got your georgias your alabamas and you know probably maybe at oregon or something like that but i think everybody oregon else at least goes might go oregon might go one yeah. and two. oregon might
0: go one and three right. in that stretch because they <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you know, that's over with. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you, see, you know how that at, at Pac-12 go. You put a little defense on them sometimes, and that that can go that can go sour yeah. real quick. Yeah, for
1: sure. True. True. For sure, man. But True. before we close up out of here, we definitely gotta to touch on, on on the Jones legacy yes, at Notre Dame, man. We got Jerron and Jameer, two brothers at Notre Dame, both came through, both did great things on the defensive line. They both went, made money in the league, both of them playing, still doing their thing, man. So just talk to me a little bit, talk to us a little bit about how that went when you going to Notre Dame first. And did you know that your brother was gonna come? Did you pressure him to come? Did it pause. Did you know what I'm saying? Like, what was what was that experience like and how was it playing with your little brother? Like having.
2: All right, I'm not going to lie because you know right now we're kind of like five years removed from the program. Our head coach is not even there no more and all that. So I'm going to be honest.
1: Give us that real spill, man.
2: My fifth year, uh, obviously, my little brother wasn't getting as highly recruited simply because they just all people just automatically assumed that he was just going to come to Notre Dame. But to be honest, I was actually kind of at that point where like I was considering transferring. Mm -hmm. Um, for fifth year, I, I kind of felt like, you know, with, with mo- most of the class that I came in with being gone and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know. I just didn't really I didn't really feel that closeness with Coach Kelly. I mean, obviously with the defense coaches, I always felt close with them. But, you know, w- with my head coach and just like how things were going, I kind of saw fit as to want to transfer. Um, I considered it. I never, obviously never acted on it. And you know, him, cause it was funny when Jameer got offered initially, when we sat in that meeting, soon as he got the offer, he decided to commit right in there on the spot, didn't talk to nobody, didn't nothing. It was like, all right, at that point, and then it was kind of like at that point, because like, I was like leaning on telling my mom, I was about to start telling my mom, like, yo, I think I want to transfer. And she was like, You ain't going nowhere now. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: so, little bro made you stay at Notre Dame, huh? Yeah, that's but you know, I
2: obviously, like looking, yeah, but obviously, everything works, has its way for a reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, looking back on it, I probably wouldn't have wanted it any okay. other way because it kind of taught me some things that, you know, I probably, because, you know, obviously, in that time, in that moment of time, you think you look, in look in the camera and it. "Look in the camera." No, 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 no. It's no. okay, JJ. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you wanted
1: to leave Notre Dame. You can say it, brother. I left too. <laughs> it's okay.
2: You wanted out, and little bro brought you back in. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, but like you know, like just like looking back, you know, it was a blessing. You you got it was everything? a blessing. It
1: was a blessing. You still. think you got everything? So. It, it
2: was like kind of like a hidden blessing because, like, right. I don't know what. What would have transpired if I would have went to another yeah. school? You know what I'm saying? You you can always assume that you know something's going to go really well, but everything doesn't go, work out. The the grass way, is you definitely know. not always green on the other yeah. side. It definitely ain't, brother. It's yeah. Definitely. So so like like looking so like looking back on it five years ago, I don't wish I transferred. You know, I, I'm glad it happened the way it did because it was kind of like awesome. Like me and my little brother, we didn't play together since before that year. We didn't play together since. Youth league basketball, like mm. it was like I was, I – and mean, he was like maybe like five or six. So he like, was just know. on the team, just to be on the team, yeah. he was just type yeah. He was yeah. just on the team, uh, just to be on the team, yeah. like like like, like yeah. when he scored, like it was kind of like you know like that. Everybody right. go wild. Uh, <laughs> I got these players in See, the game. now. You
1: telling these stories you know. about him <laughs> now? We're gonna have him on here. Let him tell his side <laughs> of the story too. Now,
2: and oh, be no. careful he, he now. Got, he, Hey, hey, Jameer had the better and Jameer had the better NFL career and Jameer had the better high school career. Jameer won. I don't think nobody knows. Jameer won three state cha- state championships in hey. high school hey. doing football. He's actually posted three feet. But like what happened was we had a quarterback that was like one of the top quarterbacks in the country. He broke his arm. And Jamir actually had to fill in and play quarterback the rest of the way mm-hmm. for the rest of season. I know that was her. Yeah, I know that I was hurt. I know right. they was her. No, no, that wasn't. That's not. No, no, Jamir. Jamir. Bro, go watch Jamir highlight like <laughs> was a baller at quarterback. Y'all yeah, he no. could not okay. take. Jamir,
1: pepper. Dante
2: been <laughs> in the pocket. Nah, <laughs> nah, more nah, more like a Cam Newton Cam type ordeal. Cause you gotta think Jameer was a lot Jameer was a lot skinnier when he was yeah. in high school. Yeah, you're right. So like, you're Jameer right. was a lot more athletic and he played lacrosse too, so he, he can move the and I forgot you all lacrosse.
1: Yeah. That boy big yeah, so that's, Jamier, how like, Jamier, that's how I like that's how I like big bro to talk about their little brother, man. He's like, he's like yeah, yeah, he yeah man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Jameer. Right, man. Jameer, was, yeah. was a dude, yeah. man. I ain't ain't gonna take that away from you. You was a dude
1: too, bro. It, I ain't gonna let you sell yourself short,
2: fam. But but like but like okay, but like me, like I played D line and I played tight end. Jameer played quarterback, tight end, receiver. Defensive end, inside linebacker, any play safety. Okay. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. You but look at listen a, to this, bro.
1: <laughs> you you played D line your whole college career. How the hell you yeah. end up in the Giants training camp as an offensive tackle?
2: Offensive tackle. Because Is it it, it was simple. They pulled me they pulled me no, they pulled me out of a meeting. They pulled me out of a rookie meeting and I remember I, I'm coming out because, you know, anytime when you get called out with me in early, you think you're mm-hmm. getting cut. Sweating. So I'm like, bro, you like, I just man. got here. What's I cutting me for? But they was like, no, nah, you're not getting cut. They just said starting tomorrow, though, you're going to start going with the old linemen So at that point, like, what am I supposed to say at that point? Because obviously, throughout even throughout my recruiting process, people was trying to get me to play uh, tackle. And looking kind of mean? looking back on it, I kind of wish I did because I kind of would have been a top You'd five matter. You definitely a tackle but 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 like at that time, like what, what you gonna tell what you gonna tell when the head what you gonna tell the head coach when you telling you starting tomorrow you're gonna play another coach? Oh no, yeah, you already know you cool, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Well, yeah. Thank my, you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity. Where's, Where's my playbook? <laughs> <please, you laughs> yeah, literally, straight like that. And and after that I just hit the ground running. It took me five long years, but you know, now, you know, these past three years have kind of like been a breeze and you know, I'm starting to realize that, you know, I I I I can't. I always knew I could do it, but like really, actually putting the work mm-hmm. in play and actually doing it, you know, it it, it kind of it. I feel like you know it, it's kind of been like more of a moment where I pat myself on the back because like really, like wow, you playing a, you playing your secondary position of which what, what got you in the league because what got me in the league was being a D, sure. D lineman, mm-hmm. and now I'm playing a whole different position on the complete opposite side of the ball was behind the eight ball because you know you don't look. Offense is a completely conceptually different type of learning style than it is to learn a defensive playbook you know what I'm saying so just getting over that hurdle and then also having to get over the hurdle of reading defenses reading you know reading blitz all kinds of all just a whole bunch of things being thrown at you and mind you it's a dude right across from you that runs a four or five or lower about as big (laughs) as you and he also gets paid a hundred million dollars to get Mm -hmm. to the (laughs) court so, like, you know, <laughs> just the fact that, you know, I kind of went through that fire and still, like, came out on top, like, pause. Yeah, I, I I pat myself on the back for it. So, you know, it's just it's just kind of been just a humility, just keep working type of ordeal. Just the same workers, men, like, um, mindset. Um, you know, I also think back of all the times where, you know, even when I was working as a D lineman, looking over at Coach Easton going off on his lineman, you know, I, I kind of just think of uh, just the stuff he was engraving in his lineman head, you know, just some of the things that I remember, it kind of it kind of helped shape me as a lineman today. You know what I'm saying? I, I've reached out to Coach Easton to get work on my game. It, it, it took a lot for me to become the player I am today. It wasn't just like, no, I just woke up. on. It, it took a lot of work. And a lot of these kids need to understand that, you know, nothing's ever handed to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's just in this mindset now where they just live in delusion where, they just think just because they show up, things should be handed to them. No, you got to put the work in, and you know that that's what that's what I kind of just like te- base myself on. You know, main main jewel I try to drop to these kids that you know because now in the off season I am a dean of students at a small charter school, with all boys. You know, I be trying to drop that and hey, y'all got to put this work in, man. Y'all can't just y'all. Y- it's not it's just gonna happen overnight, you know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as an overnight celebrity anymore, you know what I'm saying? You got to start putting the work in. You got to figure out a way to to set yourself apart from everybody else to where you can get the recognition that you feel you deserve. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just something I pride myself on.
1: Shout that's beautiful,
2: man. Definitely, hell yeah,
1: man. More than the youth, man. That's side Passing along. one teach
0: Somebody yeah, told me that one time. Right. Each one, one teach right and, you know we just keep yeah. on whatever we learn you know especially the path we all took man we you know we we we, we didn't chosen to be you know be great you know go to a place like Notre Dame a top five program you know academically and That's athletically true. so we we, we want to keep teaching these kids and you know what was best you know yeah. and we're at the best path and even though it might not be what their path might be not, might not be the same as ours but shit they got to know that each step, each step means something. God and God is, is taking them along that path each step. So they just got to keep going. And, and, we, and
2: we've all had to sacrifice yep. something mm-hmm. along that path. It was something that we've had to sacrifice that, you know, maybe looking back then, we kind of wanted that other thing a little more. But, you know, just thinking about the bigger picture, you know, we we kind of we kind of did it with blind yep. faith and look working. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%, man. Well, JJ,
1: man, we appreciate you for pulling up. Chopping it up with his brother. Yeah, always. always. I appreciate, I appreciate like, y'all having me. This mm-hmm. is an underdog reunion right me. here, man. Yes, you know what I mean? good <laughs> it's, this is good, good, good reunion <laughs> right here, man. So yeah, definitely man. appreciate you for pulling up. And you as everybody, we always say thank you for tuning in. As always, this is the Lucky Underdogs podcast brought to you by Believe Network, Goodman Productions, and Valley Sports in Ohio. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace, man, y'all. Be Easy. easy.
0: This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event. Now through April 1st,
1: experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.